Welcome to the Primal Pioneer, a no-nonsense podcast teaching you how to rewild your life and heal your body using nature's medicine kit. I'm your host, Heather Shepard, classical homeopath, author of The Sunlight Rx, and alternative healer. For the past decade, I've been helping people overcome acute and chronic health disorders and brain injuries using a 100% natural approach. Enjoy this episode and subscribe to this podcast to stay informed about your body, your health, and how to lead the healthiest life possible, even amidst our crazy modern world. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I had a little three-week break there, and in the past three weeks, there's been a lot going on. My partner and I moved to Sedona, Arizona. I started a chili and cacao business under Farm to Taco. And I actually came down with the rarest disease known to modern man, which was the common cold. Now, it took me about seven days to heal this. I used homeopathy, lots of rest. I, of course, would have used sunlight, but... During the stretch when I was sick with the common cold, um, there was a rare six, seven day stretch here in Sedona where there wasn't any sun. And actually, um, it was a little disturbing and I was actually curious if this had contributed to me being sick uh, because during that time there were so many chemtrails in the sky. I'd never seen so many chemtrails in my life. And uh, that was a bit disturbing and upsetting. Um, And I'm now, however, looking into, hey, what can we do about chemtrails? What actions can we take to try to stop this really unfortunate and disturbing thing from going on in our environment? So to say the least, I have been a little bit busy. I was a little bit under the weather. Um, But now I'm back on my feet and the weekly podcasts on the Primal Pioneer are back in action. So stay tuned from here on out through the rest of the year and then into 2022 for um, new episodes to be released. Of course, if you all ever want me to address a particular topic on the show, send me an email, heather.shepherd at gmail.com. And for those of you who may be new listeners, my name is spelled a little differently. Uh, first name, H-E-A-T-H-A-R dot Shepherd, S-H-E-P-A-R-D at gmail.com. So if you have um, an idea, something you'd like to pitch that uh, you want me to discuss on the show, send an email my way and I would gladly do this for you. So today... I'm going to talk more about vitamin D. The last few episodes have been very vitamin D focused. It's a big topic. It's an important topic. It's a dense topic. There's um, a lot to vitamin D and so much more to it than um, we even know at this time. And today I'm going to talk a little bit more about vitamin D, particularly with regard to How do vitamin D stores actually get depleted? And this is going to be important to know 
especially going into winter because we really want to protect our vitamin D stores, especially in winter when UVB light is absent and there's no way to replenish UVB light for you know, several days to come. Now today, I believe it's about December 15th and my uh, most favorite day of the year is coming up very soon here in the Northern Hemisphere, which is December 21st, the solstice. And this marks the day when the sun makes its, er, kind of switches gears there and goes back towards the light. So more light will be coming our way until June 21st. June 21st being the saddest day of the year for me. <laughs> December 21st is like a celebration. It's my Christmas and um, it's a really, really big deal because that's when we start to head back toward the light. Sunrises begin to gradually get um, earlier and earlier. Sunrises or sunsets um, begin to get later and later and more light becomes available. And depending on where you are, by the time we get to February, March, for some of you at really high latitudes, uh, April, UVB light returns. And this is go time with regard to replenishing all of the vitamin D stores that get depleted during the winter months when you live outside of the tropics. Now, I know I've mentioned this before, but if you don't have the app, I'm not a big tech phone person um, I'm, I'm not big on, you know, EMFs as you all know, and I'll talk a little bit about that in this episode today and its relationship to vitamin D. But if you're going to download an app, download D as in dog, D Minder. It's a great app with regard to, uh, letting you know when vitamin D light, UVB light shows up in your area. And once you download that app, you know, I had a client ask me the other day, hey, how accurate is this app with regard to showing me how much vitamin D I'm absorbing and making? I said, please throw that out the window. It's probably highly inaccurate with regard to that. The reason I want you to use that app is for number one, so you know when UVB light shows up in your area, how long it's present. And then you also know, hey, when it disappears, so you know how long you have until your next dose of vitamin D making light comes in. And for those of you who are new to this app, or maybe you've been using it for a while, it's really, really important to know that unless the UV index is a five or greater, you will not be able to make vitamin D no matter what the app tells you. So use the app wisely, meaning use it to detect when the UV index is five or above, and that's when you can make vitamin D. And for those of you who know the Sunlight RX, you know how to prep your skin in the morning, in the late morning, so you can absorb more vitamin D later in the day. If you're new to the episode in the Primal Pioneer, now is a great time to get a copy of the Sunlight RX ebook. You can do so over on my site, heathershepherd.com. Just scroll down the homepage and you'll see uh, an area about the Sunlight RX, how you can purchase the ebook. It's literally probably the best $18 you will ever spend. Um, that single practice, I am not lying, saved my life and it's something I put together. 
after I had a TBI, my traumatic brain injury when I was in a car accident, literally nothing helped heal my brain except for a decade after the accident, accident, I realized, hmm, here's all this information coming out on sunlight. I'm going to just get in sunlight more. And then I started to um, put the pieces together with regard to how to use sunlight in healing ways, not only for the brain, but for the mitochondria, for energy levels, for hormone health, for metabolic health, etc. And um, then put together the Sunlight Rx ebook after having personal health breakthroughs with the Sunlight Rx. And then in my family and clients also having very similar experiences. So I said, I have to get this in an ebook. I put it out there, Sunlight Rx. It walks you through four steps on how to use sunlight to improve your health, your mitochondrial health, your metabolic health, your hormone health, insomnia, sleep issues, melatonin levels. Most people don't know that you recycle your melatonin levels in stores in UVA light. Most people are addicted to taking a melatonin supplement, which is a really bad idea. I did an episode on that way back when, and um, maybe we'll have to do another one of those in the near future because it's a big episode, uh, big topic, highly misunderstood topic, and uh, super important. So um, you can head over to my site, heathershepherd.com, and pick up a copy of the Sunlight RX ebook if you haven't done so already to learn how to use the sun as one of your biggest healing allies. And I will say the last thing about that is that if you struggle with gut health, then most people don't know yet, I didn't know this for a long time, that the most uh, proactive, effective way to rebuild the gut microbiome, diversify it, is to learn how to use UV sunlight to do so. And I talk about that in the in the ebook as well. Okay, today I'm going to talk all about vitamin D stores and how they most commonly get depleted. And I want to go over this so you're aware of, hey, what uh, what are what are things that are going to deplete my vitamin D stores so I can avoid those or prevent those as much as possible. And this is especially important during the winter months. Um, when you live outside of the tropics and UVB light simply isn't available because then we don't have any way to replenish our stores the next day, right? As we do in summer. So um, let's get into this here because um, it's an important topic and um, also most people as they get into winter when the UVB light goes away, and this varies depending on where you live. Again, if you download the DMinder app, you can see, you put in your zip code and it'll show you literally exactly when UVB light is going to show up again in your area. So for some people, UVB light starts to go away in August. And this is the Northern Hemisphere. We're going to have to totally flip-flop this for the Southern Hemisphere. So anybody listening to this in New Zealand, Australia, etc., flip-flop the dates. Okay, so... Some people, UVB light starts to go away in August, some September. Okay, where I live in Arizona right now, um, we have UVB light October, and it starts to 
leave the sky around sometime in November. And then it starts to creep back in in February here in Arizona. But again, when it creeps back in in your location is going to depend on your latitude. So download DMinder and it will exactly tell you when the UVB is going to show back up. So when UVB goes away, however, we're unable to make vitamin D from our external environment. We can get some support through our diet. However, it's not going to act the same way as the UVB vitamin D making light. Um, it acts very differently. The two are very different. Animal sources, sunlight sources of vitamin D act pretty differently in the body. Now, we can uh, consume vitamin D rich sources of animal fats and animal proteins in the winter to help support our vitamin D levels, meaning we can use food, particularly animal fats and animal protein, um, to help slow the depletion of our vitamin D levels that happen during the winter months. The Eskimos are an amazing example of this. I've actually read a lot of books on that region, on that culture, the different um, uh tribes up that way before modern food got into their their system and you know became available to them and what they did to survive without getting uh chronic disease and being incredibly sick during the winter months and depressed and etc these individuals ate boatloads of seal seal blubber fatty fish all of these foods that contain vitamin D and that also help to stretch out vitamin D stores that are built during the summer months, okay? Um, the thing is, most of us don't build our vitamin D stores um, to a high enough amount, to a high enough level that when winter comes in, we don't have this big savings account of vitamin D, so to speak, to pull on to help last us through the winter months without being symptomatic. So most people, when winter months creep in, the UVB light goes away, this is when a lot of people start to become symptomatic or their symptoms get worse. Their high blood pressure gets worse, their MS symptoms get worse, their depression gets worse, their psoriasis gets worse, their digestion, their constipation gets worse, etc. Okay? And so, one, I want you to use and learn the Sunlight RX so you know how to build that surplus, that savings account of vitamin D in the spring, summer, and fall months. So that when you get to winter, you have, boom, there's this huge, huge surplus that you can pull on to help you get through the winter months without being symptomatic. If you get a cold or flu, you know, you get over it pretty quickly, you know, a few days, five, seven days. This is uh, a really important way to support your health during the winter months. Now, there are ways, particularly in the winter, um, that actually uh, deplete vitamin D stores more rapidly, okay? And we really want to be cognizant of this, especially going into the winter. 
when there's no UVB light to, you know, we can't just go out the next day and, and replenish those stores, right? We might have to wait a month, two, three in order to replenish those stores. So today, and I'm not going to go into huge detail about each one, but I want to mention especially some key bullet points here with regard to the most common ways that our vitamin D stores can be depleted. So you can bring this awareness to your life, especially during the winter to help um, support your vitamin D stores, preserve your vitamin D stores, etc. So the first one I want to talk about here is exertion. The harder you work or train, the more quickly that you're going to deplete your vitamin D levels, okay? This is why it's not a great idea to do like hardcore CrossFit, hardcore exercise in the winter months, okay? The more you exert yourself, the more you sweat, the harder your workout is, the harder you're working outside, etc. Um, this is going to pull on your vitamin D stores. Not a big deal in the summer because you can replenish those stores pretty quickly. And um, this also helps you to recover from any type of exercise more quickly, okay? Meaning when UVB light is available and you're doing your sunlight RX and you're in that UVB light making a lot of vitamin D, you can recover from your exercises or let's say you're outside doing gardening or landscaping or whatever you do outside, you go for hikes, you're a mountain biker, you're going to recover much uh, more quickly in the summer months if you're getting exposure to UVB light. Now in the winter, we don't you know, have that availability. So um, this is why our ancient ancestors, they naturally, they didn't exert themselves as much during the winter months. They made sure they got in a lot of their um, uh, lifestyle needs, you know, like putting a roof on the house, making sure the house is insulated, making sure the garden is in, all of these things that take a lot of energy, building brick walls, you know, uh, building fences. These are things that were done in the spring, the summer, the fall. And, you know, in the winter, there's less um, exertion-related, homesteading-related tasks to be done. And there's a very good reason for this because there's no, um, there's not a good way to recover from exertion. It's going to take a lot longer in the winter months than in the summer months because um, there's no UVB light. So if you're someone out there who likes to exercise, who likes to do CrossFit, who likes high intensity workouts, I highly recommend going easier on yourself during the winter months. And, um, you know, take that time to do more stretching. Take that time to do more mobility exercises. Take that time to go for walks or, or hikes that aren't super strenuous, you know, and, and really respect nature, respect your body, and um, allow yourself to go through these uh, cycles just like nature does. Your vitamin D levels are, are going to uh, last a lot longer throughout the winter months. Okay, 
Other things that deplete vitamin D stores pretty rapidly, one is sickness. So especially if you have an acute sickness, like let's say you get a Okay, sorry I got cut off there. Um, the Let's go into the next uh, area that depletes vitamin D stores. And that is sickness. So this is particularly referring to if you have an acute condition, a cold, a flu, bronchitis, pneumonia that lasts a long time, totally wipes you out. You're down for, you know, not just a few days, but like several weeks, maybe even several months. This is going to really pull on your vitamin D stores. And we can prevent this by building our stores in the summer months. We can prevent this by um, being aware of different therapies and practices that help boost the immune system or help uh, treat acutes. I love homeopathy for treating acutes. They typ- it typically works really well when you get the right remedy, when you use it accurately, when you use it um, in the correct way, when you use it according to classical homeopathic standards. This can work amazingly. I used it to treat my cold and I've I've used it for many people over the past several years to help treat acutes. Very, very, very helpful. So you can also pull on other things that uh, help to support the immune system. I love elderberry syrup, of course, a good vitamin C, you know, these things that naturally help boost the immune system. Okay, have these things on hand. If you start feeling sick, start calling on your uh, immune system arsenal, so to speak, to help support you. And um, if you get sick, if you go down, um, reach out to a classical homeopath to help you um, get the right remedy so you can get over your cold, flu, bronchitis, pneumonia, whatever it may be. Um, rapidly because the sooner you can recover the uh, the less you're going to deplete your vitamin D stores I offer classical homeopathic sessions you can uh, go to my site to learn more about that um, also if you have a chronic disease okay I'm talking like diabetes cancer you struggle with obesity you struggle with malignant high blood pressure meaning um, if you, even if you're on medication for your high blood pressure, your blood pressure is still high. Um, if you have an autoimmune condition like MS, um, these diseases can use more vitamin D stores because vitamin D plays many diverse roles. It's an antioxidant. It's a hormone. It's a very important factor in our immune function and our defense system, right? So if you struggle with a chronic illness, it is uh, even more important to boost your vitamin D stores in the spring, summer, and fall months by practicing your Sunlight Rx to um, help you get as much surplus as you can. So when winter comes, you um, can prevent any type of flares, from coming up um, and you can really support your immune system and your inflammation levels by boosting your vitamin D levels um, in those months. 
And then you can also use wild-caught seafood to help prolong and preserve your vitamin D stores. That's a, that's a huge thing that I do with myself, with my clients, with anyone who struggles with a chronic disease. So know that sickness, whether it's acute or chronic, can also deplete vitamin D levels. And by um, uh, approaching your acute sooner than later, you know, preventing it from dragging out and, and going on for weeks to months at a time uh, is going to be very helpful. And if you have a chronic condition, really building your vitamin D stores spring, summer, fall is going to be super, super important um, for your health, especially throughout the winter months. Uh, another factor that depletes vitamin D levels is stress. And I'm talking more so about chronic stress. Okay, you're stressed on a daily basis, maybe because of your work, maybe because of a home environment situation, maybe because of a, a relationship that's unhealthy or unfulfilling. Okay, be just aware of these things. The more stress you're in, this is going to pull on your vitamin D levels, um, mainly because it puts the body in this constant state of chaos or fight or flight, which can um, spike cortisol in unfavorable ways and uh, uh, it can also influence melatonin in unfavorable ways and really tax the brain, the adrenals, the hormones, and vitamin D is a hormone. So stress is going to really influence your vitamin D levels, especially if you're under chronic stress. Um, get the book, uh, I think it's called, I think it's literally called Breathe. It's one of the, my favorite reads in the past couple years. It's a great book about breath work, about how to breathe, and it's not, uh, it's actually interesting. It's not like this way out there um, book. It's very, very practical. It's very user-friendly. It's very eye-opening with regard to how we can um, utilize and use our breath on a daily basis in order to support our health and to support uh, our stress. So, um, you know, I highly recommend that book, but also engage in some breathing exercises that help to reduce stress. Stress can be super, super um, helpful when it comes to preserving your vitamin D levels. Okay, um, another area is uh, that depletes vitamin D are there certain medications that actually are known to rapidly deplete vitamin D levels. Some of those are anti-seizure medications. That's a big one. Laxatives, uh, prednisone, statin drugs, if you're on any of those, know that they're going to rapidly use up, use up your vitamin D levels and that, um, you know, especially some of those are absolutely unnecessary. Statin drugs, completely unnecessary. Laxatives, unnecessary. Band-Aid approach. Prednisone, typically unnecessary. Anti-seizure drugs, if you're an epileptic. Um, I did a whole... Uh, podcast series on brain injuries. I talked a bit about ep epilepsy and seizure disorders in that series. Please listen to that. It can be really eye-opening with regard to certain things you can do to support your brain health and uh, any seizure disorder 
um, uh, from a root place. Also, homeopathy can be absolutely astounding with regard to seizure disorders. So um, know that there are other options for you that uh, are available out there. Okay, let's talk about, uh, there's, there's two other areas I want to address today when it comes to vitamin D levels. And um, these areas aren't talked about, um, you know, they're so commonly when it comes to health, but they're quite literally two of the most important areas that we need to be addressing and bringing attention to when it comes to health. And I don't care if it's um, some kind of acute condition or chronic condition, if you have a hormone imbalance, a gut health issue, a metabolic imbalance, cancer, autoimmunity, these two areas are absolutely huge to address when it comes to supporting your health. Now, um, not arbitrarily, there are also two areas that if we don't bring attention to them, they can rapidly deplete our vitamin D stores as well. And they kind of go hand in hand. They're pretty similar in in several ways. The first one is artificial light. So this is anything like blue light, like fluorescent lights, okay? Um, Any artificial light source, but quite um, the biggest ones are the LED lights and fluorescent lights. And very interestingly, um, fluorescent lights not only are dominant in the blue light spectrum, which is um, unnatural, it spikes cortisol levels in uh, really intense ways, which eventually you'll get to the place if if you just live or work under artificial um, blue light from LEDs or fluorescence, you'll eventually get to a place where you flatline your cortisol levels and your hormones become a train wreck. I can't tell you how many times I see this with clients. One of the most common examples is with women who have hormone imbalances or women who have breast cancer and their doctor wants to put them on hormone replacement um, or or other drugs or medications to, to block estrogen it's such a band-aid approach and these so that these women they 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 do these practices that their doctors are are telling them to do they take the medication because they're afraid their cancer is going to come back but we're not getting to the root of why why is their body in this uh hormonal imbalance hormonally imbalanced place and one of the most common insidious causes is artificial light because of its impact on cortisol levels and because it depletes melatonin levels so rapidly. It also depletes vitamin D levels. I mean, those three things right there, if your cortisol level levels are out of whack, let's say they're highest at nighttime, they're lowest in the morning, right? It should be opposite. Let's say melatonin levels are totally deficient. You have to rely on melatonin supplements and you have a low vitamin D level, right there, that's a recipe for cancer. And right there, artificial light exposure depletes all of those things. So we just have to use a little bit common sense here when it comes to our health. And honestly, um, I didn't know these things for years and until I did. And so even if you know you don't think of these, these things and you're hearing this for the first time, 
it's like it's okay like now you can the the light bulb so to speak in a good way can turn on and be like oh wow like yeah I'm using all this fake light in my house to work to light my home I'm looking at a screen which is also artificial blue light these are really have really huge impacts on our hormone health on our metabolic health they deplete dopamine levels so anybody struggling with depression if you're living under blue light um, that's going to play have a significant impact on your brain health and your brain chemistry artificial light is very inflammatory it creates a lot of cellular chaos a lot of cellular inflammation when we look at artificial blue light um, the color temperature of that light is about 5750 Kelvin. And this is the temperature of um, literally when it's summer solstice, noon outside. That's roughly the color temperature of the sky of the sun outside. So let's say it's January. You live in London and you're looking at your screen. You're living under LED lights. You're giving your circadian biology, your hormones, your metabolism, the signal that it's summer solstice noon. And this is going to create huge amounts of chaos in the body, especially because when your body sees that color temperature, 5750 Kelvin, solar noon, summer solstice, there should be a shit ton of UVB light in the sky at that time. But your eyes and your skin when you're under artificial light at that color temperature, there's no UVB light present. And this is confusing to the body, to the circadian biology. It creates circadian mismatch, inflammation, and um, it, it puts a lot of stress on the immune system, which pulls on vitamin D stores. There's actually uh, a pretty good study. I believe the title of the study is Blue Light Induces Mitochondrial DNA and Free Radical Damage. Um, and anytime the mitochondria are damaged, it's going to pull on vitamin D stores. So, um, and I, I started to mention fluorescent lights because they also do another interesting thing. Not only do they, are they dominant in the blue light spectrum, but they also release uh, mercury vapor. For, for those of you who know fluorescent lights, um, even on the, the light, it says something along the lines of please dispose of in a, in a responsible way or, or use caution or poisonous. I don't remember, I, I don't recall the exact language because I don't have those lights in my house. I haven't for years, but it literally tells you, don't break these lights you know, use caution, dispose of them properly. Why? Because there's mercury contained within those lights. So you have fluorescent lights, let's say in your home or your garage or wherever, right? You turn those on, not only are you getting blue light exposure, you're getting mercury vapor coming into your environment. So maybe you don't have any mercury fillings in your mouth or you don't have a lot of mercury exposure but you have symptoms of heavy metal toxicity, guess what? If you're using fluorescent lights, that's a real reality that could happen. Okay, and let's talk about the last one for today, which is EMF exposure in the man-made spectrum. So there's native 
natural EMFs that come from sunlight. These are nature-based EMF frequencies. That's sunlight. You have red, you have blue, you have ultraviolet, you have green, you have the whole color spectrum found in sunlight. These are native frequencies. Native EMFs are absolutely necessary, uh, a necessary part of our health. They allow our mitochondria to run optimally. They allow our whole in, uh, metabolic and hormone function to run optimally. They allow us to recharge, um, to heal. When shit hits the fan is when we go to the man-made EMF spectrum. So um, unfortunately, um, there's a lot of people out there who don't understand that there's a difference between native EMFs and man-made EMFs. Anything man makes, um, you know, that's trying to simulate nature is typically a really bad idea, usually going to have negative health effects. Man-made EMFs are one of those. When it comes to vitamin D, this is why uh, man-made EMFs are such an issue because exposure to man-made EMFs quite literally shrinks the water around your cells. So each one of your cells supposedly has water around it. And this isn't like if you turn on your faucet and the water pours out. It's not that kind of water. It's more like that dense, gelatinous, bone broth type of consistency. And this is known as structured water. It's known as easy water. And this water has a very different electrical charge than, say, water that isn't as gelatinous or jello-like. Okay? So the way your cells are energized, healthy, um, they can heal, uh, they have longevity to them. The more structured water around your cells, the healthier those cells are, the longer the cell's going to live, the more energy you're going to have. This is known as structured water or easy water. If you want to learn more about that, look up Ger Gerald Pollock's work, specifically the fourth phase of water. He has a few good, really good uh, podcasts out that talk about um, structured water. Uh, I highly recommend uh, taking a look at his work if you want to kind of dive more into this topic. So um, when it comes to your exposure to non-native or man-made EMF, what do I mean by this? Okay, things like Wi-Fi, things like cell phones, um, blue light, artificial light is a type of non-native EMF, okay? Um, anything that is wireless, non-native EMF or man-made EMF. Exposure to these frequencies shrinks the water around your cells. What's the big deal when it comes to vitamin D? Here's the deal. You can't make vitamin D if your cells are dehydrated. So if the water around your cells is deficient, meaning your cells are dehydrated. And, and just so you know, you can't rehydrate these by drinking more water. You have to hot rehydrate your cells by limiting your exposure to non-native EMF, by practicing your Sunlight RX, and by, you can use, you know, there are some dietary practices that, that could support this as well, 
But the main ways, honestly, are not through diet. When it comes to building that structured water around your cells, the main ways are improving your sunlight exposure and reducing your exposure to non-native or man-made EMF, including artificial light. So if there's not enough water if around your cells, okay, meaning your cells are dehydrated, you literally can't make vitamin D. So um, when it comes to uh, building your vitamin D stores in the spring, the summer, the fall, if we really want to optimize your vitamin D levels, we have to simultaneously mitigate artificial light and mitigate non-native EMF exposure. Because if there's not enough water your around your cells, your body literally isn't going to be able to turn that UVB light into vitamin D. Okay. And this is one of the most overlooked things because people are like, oh, I go outside and I live in LA and I live in New York City and I live in Chicago and, you know, I go outside and I'm in sunlight, but I don't understand. My vitamin D levels are still low. Unfortunately, areas with higher EMF exposure, because the higher population density, the more EMFs you're just going to naturally get, right? What is it? Like the average amount of devices in the modern home now in, in the U.S. is something like 7 to 10, which is fucking insane. Um, that's a lot. That's a lot of EMF exposure. So if you live in those areas, it, it'll be really important. I work with, with people in big cities, and we have to do a lot to mitigate their EMF in their workspace, in their home space. You know, So when they do go outside, they can make vitamin D, right? Because they have enough structured water around their cells in order to do so. Now, you can live a rural life and still have uh, uh, dehydration around your cells, limiting your vitamin D production. You literally just have to have access to a cell phone or Wi-Fi, and if the the more you're on those things or the more you're under artificial light, then the the less water you're going to have around your cells, and the less vitamin D you're going to be able to make. Okay, so we really want to limit our exposure to these things. Now, if you work online, I want to mention this, and I know I've mentioned it before, but maybe you're a first-time listener. I can't tell you how easy it is to just put an Ethernet box in your home to use for your internet. You don't need Wi-Fi. Literally, we just moved into a home in Sedona. The internet guy shows up. He's like, where do you want the Wi-Fi? We're like, we don't. We only want Ethernet. You get a totally different box, no Wi-Fi access. You just hook up. They, they hook up Ethernet for you. It costs the same. The speed is the same. There's literally no difference other than you're not getting microwave and radio radiation in your home space, which is a fucking bonus. It's awesome. And so then when you go out and do your Sunlight RX and all the amazing things you're doing with your diet, you're mitigating artificial light, you're going to freaking win when it comes to your vitamin D levels. So I hope this episode was helpful with regard to understanding some practices that and things in your environment that deplete vitamin D levels, what you can do to prevent that, how you can build your stores in spring through fall in order to to build your vitamin D, and, and how to make those vitamin D stores last through the winter. So when summer comes, when spring comes, 
you're not totally depleted, you're not totally exhausted, all of your symptoms haven't come back, right? You're still in a healthy place. Okay, next week I'm going to talk all about autism. This has come up a lot uh, with regard to my private practice um, and it has come up a lot in the my peer circle as well. And there's a lot of misinformation out there around autism, um, how to approach it, are there ways to actually help, uh, especially children who have been diagnosed with autism. I'm going to get into that, how you can tell who, who uh, what, what are the curable cases. And I, I have to use that, you know, whatever, there's no, I can't say that I can cure any disease, but... What I will say is that what type of autism cases are the hardest to approach and which ones have um, the best uh, potential, the highest potential to make a recovery. And how do we do that? So uh, this information isn't really out there in that, in, that, in that world right now, and I want to get it more out there. So I'll be talking all about that subject next week, and I'll see you all then. If you're wanting to optimize your vitamin D levels this 2022, you can do so by learning my four-step Sunlight RX protocol. This is the exact protocol that I use to heal my TBI and that I engage in every single day to help support my health. It's also the same protocol that I teach all of my clients to help support their metabolic, hormone, gut, and mental health. To get your copy of the Sunlight RX ebook, go to heathershepherd.com. That's H E A T H A R S H E P A R D.com. Scroll down the homepage and you'll find where you can get your copy of the Sunlight RX ebook. Then you'll be able to start using sun just as our ancient ancestors inherently did to help heal and revitalize their body. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. To learn more about my approach to health, to see all of my creations in the kitchen and all of my Sunlight RX tips, you can follow me on the gram at sunlight underscore RX. And subscribe to this podcast to access weekly episodes.